Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Denver, Colorado, it's time for Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Now, here are your hosts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Franchise Bible Coach Fight for Your Franchise Challenge uh, episodes here. We're looking at uh, some of the amazing things that franchisors and franchise owners have been doing to get through this crazy time and this pandemic and the crisis and everything else. And we're, we're focusing on the future and we're focusing on growth and not only surviving, but thriving. So this is a Franchise Bible Coach radio podcast with Rick and Rob. I'm Rick Grossman. I'll be your co-host and I'll introduce my co-host, Rob Ganley here in just a second. But we're very excited. Uh, today in the studio, folks, we have Amy Freeman. And she is the co-founder and CEO of the Spice and Tea Exchange, an awesome franchise. And they are growing and going uh, all through uh, these times. So uh, welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're excited to learn from you uh, some of the strategies and best practices you guys have been implementing over there at Spice and Tea Exchange. So I'm going to turn it over to Rob in just a second here. But folks, if you have not joined the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge yet, there's still time. Uh, some people have asked, well, since it's kind of winding down toward the 4th of July celebration, is it too late? And the answer is no, it's not too late. Uh, because the Fr Fight for Your Franchise Challenge is a free initiative, just uh, our way of giving back to the industry that we love. Uh, so basically you sign up with your email and your name and you just receive emails every week with free coaching sessions and article and podcast and of course invitation to participate in our Facebook group. So you can ask questions and share ideas and, and it's just a way for us to uh, extend our community and grow uh, through this time. So go to FranchiseBibleCoach.com and click on the Join the Fight and you can join the fight. We also archive the, the uh, past week's exercises and things so that you can always access those after the fact. So uh, join us and uh, we will be there to help you through this time. So I'm gonna, with no further ado, turn it over to Rob Ganley, my co-host, and get started with Amy. Hey Rob, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. It's great to be here. And you know, before we dive in, I just wanted to quickly thank today's sponsor, SEO Samba. Uh, they're the uh, innovators and, and makers of the franchise marketing operating system. Uh, it's one of a kind award-winning uh, software. Uh, with that said, uh, Amy, welcome. It's good to have you here today. Uh, Thanks, Rob. You're welcome. Uh, one of my favorite questions uh, to, to ask uh, folks like you uh, is how did you get started, right? How did you start the brand and how did it come to be? Well, it's um, I could fill the podcast with that, <laughs> uh, but to um, to make it short, we I owned I was a partner in a construction real estate company, um, which we sold to Lending Tree back in two thousand two seven eight timeframe, uh, just a hot minute before the real estate market crashed, and I was really looking to get involved with something that I was passionate about that I enjoyed. And I had um, gone on a girls weekend over to St. Augustine, Florida. And I walked into just a, a teeny tiny mom and pop shop of spices. And um, I am, have been a foodie, always love to um, celebrate around food. Uh, and I have been in the restaurant industry in my past and I knew I didn't want to do anything with 
a restaurant for my particular lifestyle. And uh, so when I walked in there, I quickly discovered that there were seven different types of paprikas and there were salts and I started trying them and they were these little innocent packages and before I knew it, I had $85 worth of spices on the counter um, just through the experience of tasting and smelling them. And so I just kept going back and back and back and before you knew it, I owned that store uh, and being in that time, 2007, um, that's when the Food Network uh, was coming out and people were really budgeting their money and I wanted to recreate uh, those juicy steaks that they were eating out six days a week. And I knew I could do that with a high quality product um, and also give the ability to sample these products and foods and spices that people have never tried before. So. Um, because it was in 2008 where we formally launched, um, there wasn't a lot of equity uh, through banks, and I knew that the best way to do this was through franchising um, and allowing a village to build a company that would be sustainable. So that is how the Spice and Tea Exchange was born. Well, I love that. I love that. I, the first thing I thought of when you said making steaks the way you mm. get them out. <laughs> I thought to myself, I need that recipe. Give me that recipe. It's around lunchtime. I love too. to grill, but I, I can't say I'm always as good as the best steakhouse as I go to. So that would be pretty cool. Well, we, our first tagline was unleash your inner chef. And I'll tell you what, I, um, it's amazing. <laughs> you put these, the spices on your steak and, and you coat them. You can, you can make your steak absolutely phenomenal and it's rare that I go to a restaurant and don't have a packet of my own spices um, I need to flavor it up with obviously I don't go to great restaurants these days huh? <laughs> there's a lot of good ones out there <laughs> oh, wonderful well that's fun it's uh it's fun to see how these these concepts are born and uh, comes from passion and, and interest. And that's just wonderful. And I'm sure you're finding franchise owners that are kind of like-minded, right? The people that are, I call them like your tribe, the people that, that appreciate that and, uh, and want to be a part of that brand because of it. Absolutely. You know, it is, it, it, there it's, it, we come in all shapes and sizes and forms about coming together around food um, and again, in my particular brand, it's people who want to be around that and educate and talk about it because it's a happy thing, right? Let's face mm -hmm. it. You know, you eat when you're happy, you eat when you're sad, you eat when you're nervous, you eat mm -hmm. when you're gearing up for anything. And um, it's a great concept to be able to really create an image of a dish um, without having to serve it up. Um, you leave that to the end user. And so the, uh, the people and the folks who are in my company, that we're not doing brain surgery. You know, it's not rocket science. It is really about I want to have some fun and I want to enjoy it and I want to create something, uh, an experience for folks. So it's, it's about the best of both worlds. Yeah, and it's a happy occasion. When you're gathering at the table with your friends and family, that's about as good as it gets, right? So, yeah. so Amy, the um, the theme that this that we're focusing on this week is marketing in the new normal. 
And when we look at that particular department of, of any business, marketing can be a big subject. And uh, when you look at your business, especially with the COVID-19 uh, crisis that's happened in the last several months, um, how has how have you adapted your marketing and for this time and how have things been changed within your organization, at least at the corporate level, uh, to, uh, you know, to, uh, step up to the plate and really help people get through this time from the marketing perspective. So I'm very fortunate. I feel, uh, that I'm very blessed and we are very blessed. I am not only the franchisor, but I'm also the distributor, uh, and own all the distribution for my franchises. So I have control over the product. Um, the stores, they are brick and mortar. However, we do have a web presence as well. So we were able to shift uh, marketing-wise and put a lot of energy and effort into the social media side of our business and still supporting our local communities uh, and our local store owners. So um, we quickly shifted our efforts into buying local, as you see most folks did, uh, but we were able to promote a lot on social media um, through uh, tutorials and cooking classes, tea classes. Uh, we did a lot of uh, virtual um, experiences in store where the store owners could get into their stores. Uh, even being by themselves, they would do a virtual tour and they would do online chats uh, with their customers, being able to show them the products and sell them. We we created online forms. Uh, so the the end user could feel like they were in the store and they could shop in a unique way uh, and still have an interactive experience because we found also that people were ordering a lot online, but they were really missing that interaction, you know, the the one-on-one. So um, that is what we did for starters. So you created kind of a virtual shopping experience to kind of keep the, the customer engaged in a familiar way, some uh, a way that they're used to. Yes. That's and then great. we were also fortunate, uh, we were in the process of uh, rolling out a whole new series of training videos, and we uh. were nimble where we could transition those into social media pieces and do uh. virtual video clips uh, for all of our store owners and quickly put those up on their pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was pretty much, in the ne- and when it started, it was almost, I think it was not even a week before our virtual video started coming out. Yeah. And kind of dovetailing into that, adapting to the time, have you, how has that impacted your, your franchise recruiting and your, your development on that side? It's been pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a matter awesome. of fact, uh, my EVP of development is out right now selling a store <laughs> as a result mm-hmm. of this. So, woohoo! Good. So you haven't seen a big interruption in, in interest from the candidates. We haven't. Great. We have not, no. Well, we, uh, we anticipate been- a boom. Uh, everybody we talk to is, is people are are kind of, uh, kind of chomping at the bit to get out there and, and start their businesses and, 
and open up. Uh, we're hearing that from just about everybody we talk to. So we know that once we get through this and get everything open again, we're, we're anticipating that we'll see quite a, quite a boom in franchise growth. Well, let's all hope that that is the case. I, I do. I'm very optimistic that and what we're seeing, um, people are, they're cautious, but they're ready to get back to business. Absolutely. Rob, I don't, I can't hear you. Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, no, I was just chiming in to say that, uh, you know, this is a really an opportunity, this, this event that none of us would have wanted, um, but an opportunity for the industry, the franchise industry, really to shine. I mean, it's the best time to be part of a family, to be part of a network, right? Right. And, I am in agreement, Rob. Listen, there's, um, when do we ever have the opportunity to, to take a pause and get our acts in order a little bit, so to speak, you know, I mean, the, the business is business. It goes 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we had an opportunity and, and I know that there are all scenarios out there, but we got to have, we got to hit the policy all desire to. That's excellent. That's excellent. Well, so when you think about um, your franchisees, and the last few months, I'm sure as a CEO, you had to lead through uh, the process, right? And I know that there's already a process in place for communication and interaction with the franchisees, but how has that been adapted a little bit? And do you, do you have any stories like local stories or franchise, you know, just, you know, stories of innovation or ideas that have come from the franchisees that have been particularly useful for you as, as you've gone through this? Um, so, yes, to answer your question, um, we have um, we, our, our franchise organization and the Spice and Tea Exchange were very innovative. You know, we're constantly developing recipes. And so those creative, creative juices are always flowing. And we do a lot to encourage that. But during this time, um, there's been a lot. There have been a lot of heroes. Uh, everyone has leaned in and has been open and acknowledging vulnerability uh, and recognizing that people are feeling different things at different times. And so we may not always be in sync. And so some of the creative ideas um, really started flowing from day one. Fortunately, I had the opportunity to be with a whole group of upper echelon CEOs, COOs, um, investment bankers when this exploded and it was probably the best place I could have been on earth at the time because we learned that staying calm and communicating and listening uh, before you speak was the best information that I could have received along with, you know, best practices uh, in a situation like this. So bringing that back to the franchisees, we really did approach the pandemic that way is what do you have? What do you, what, what do you have to offer us? And by just speaking that language and saying it in a calm fashion and then pausing to listen, the franchisees quickly fell in line and got into the routine that this is how we were going to navigate through this together. And that's when the ideas and the magic really started flowing. So those 360 degree virtual offerings at the store were amazing. Um, we are a, an experience based 
uh, company. So it is all about your senses. And we open the jars and hand them to people to smell. And people were not doing that uh, during this and may not in the future. So we had to recognize what they're going to feel comfortable with. And we, the franchisees came up with um, jar talkers. They're there's little pieces of information, um, the sampling that they were sending out that if you couldn't come to their store, they would send a myriad of samples. And so we did a sampler collection. Um, just a lot of great ideas. Those are just a few. Yeah. Do you think any of them will, some of them will, will affect your future uh, offerings or your future way of doing business? I do. Um, however, we we created a task team and we put out a tremendous amount of information uh, and a, a port that people could share with. Um, and what we found is that uh, there's a lot of folks that are wanting that. You know, they're wanting that experience. They they feel that um, it's okay to open the jars and smell. We did put some different uh, protocols in place um, that will serve the customer, but it is really reading the customer and trying to understand what they want if they do know, and if not, then it's just to navigate uh, gently through the scenarios. Uh, but our stores are opening up. We've got three quarters of our stores back open right now, and people are grabbing those jars and opening and smelling them. Uh, so, you know, we did have a whole secondary line in place, uh, but right now it's it's uh, it's back to business as usual in many respects. Well, that's that's great to hear. I know Rick, you talk a lot about trust, right? I mean, just yeah. the the building that that trust with the community again, rebuilding it, I should say. Yeah, and then Amy, you said you had seventy five units. Is that correct? Yes. And yes. Three quarters of them are back open. Did you say? Yes, sir. Well, yes, and we're guys. in destination locations, so yeah, it's it is an experience. Yeah, it is an experience. And and have you have you? How is it looking different for the way that you're doing business now versus uh, before? As Rob was saying, one of the things that we are seeing time and time again from the people that we're interviewing on the show is that the customers need to feel safe and they need to feel trust in the brand. And so it sounds like you've already started to implement some of those, those uh, strategies in, in the stores now. Yes. Um, and we're following many of the same protocols that all of us are hearing over and over. So I won't go into that, but as far as, Reading the customer when they're coming in, it is really, again, doing what we are doing uh, with our our first customer, which is our franchisee. We're asking them to do that with their guests as well. And it's being able to just pause and see what the body language is and try to identify what the guest is there for, what they're looking for. Uh, do they know what we are about? And taking the time to truly interact and engage mm -hmm. with the guest. And that is making a huge, just something very, very simple. Um, but instead of putting your opinion or, or saying what you have to say and getting that out right away, we're asking for a pause to hear what the guest mm -hmm. is wanting and needing. And it is, it's amazing how impactful that is or impactful. Yeah. 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 I, I well, think it's brilliant. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it, returning to the basics, right? We hear that quite a lot that uh, that this whole thing has enabled everybody to kind of pump the brakes a little bit 
and slow down this crazy busy life that we have, spend more time with family, uh, spend more time with friends, spend more time with our customers and our staff and really just kind of slow down and, and soak it in a little bit. And it sounds like you've taken that to the customer experience where instead of it just being uh, business as usual, let's really pump the brakes, slow down and find out what's, what's on their minds, right? A little bit more even than before. Rick, you're, you're spot on. Yeah. And it's, and although it's difficult and we are heightened and stressed and tired and, but it, it's also, I have not been happier. I'm a single mother. I have three children, mm. ranges 20 to nine. Um, and I have, I've gained 30 pounds since this, <laughs> this <laughs> pandemic because we're eating and my great spices and we're cooking every meal together oh, and we're playing boy. games. And when you come back with a full, with a, with a full heart back into your business, um, I didn't stop working, but coming in in happy, being happy, uh, it's, it really is contagious and especially when it is authentic. Right. Yeah. So I, I think we can, that we'll we can, look back. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think we'll all look back on this time. I've got uh, four children and three are at home and uh, teenagers. And sometimes it's a little crazy, but we are spending more time and it really <laughs> is giving us a chance to uh, kind of just slow down and enjoy and really find just that basic happiness again, get away from all the crazy technologies a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. Zoom. We need zoom. No. We do. Uh, we do. <laughs> well, it's great to have it right now. Right. Um, but I, you know, so as we wrap up the show, one of the things we like to ask, and, and this might be a little hard to pinpoint, but we like it for, from your perspective, if you had a gold nugget and you shared a few of them, but if there's something uh, that you could share with the audience and, and maybe others in your position that are leading brands or even franchisees that are trying to move through this time and, and keep their head up and fight through and, and not just, as Rick says, not just survive, but thrive. Is there a gold nugget? Is there, is there something you just you, you thought to yourself, I'm glad that I had this mindset going through. Is there something you could share that you think was, was important? Yes, um, there is, um, and there are several. And for a lot of us, you were all we're, we're here to make money, right? <laughs> um, in the franchise system, as franchisor, as franchisees, um, in in whatever business you're in, um, you've got to make money um, to in order to survive. Um, we we broke through some barriers. Uh, we do do something unusual as a franchise system. So all of our, our web sales, we give a percentage back to our franchisees um, based on um, that cus a customer coming in identifying with that store. That becomes their customer and it stays with them through the life of the email address. So we gave 20% back um, and always have. And during this uh, pandemic, we really wanted to show our uh, the support for the franchisees, and we knew that you know a lot of them um, go month to month. You know, they're just starting up, or they have very different situations, um, their personal situations. So we 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 put our website on free shipping. Uh, we gave 20% off on the website, and then we gave we gave 30% back in cash. So we 
we give 20% back in product credits normally. And we gave 30% back um, in cash every two weeks via check to each of our franchises um, and to our, each of our franchisees. Um, we pushed in every area we could to raise our our web sales, which we did. We quadrupled our sales. Oh. Uh, we were able to give some pretty hefty checks back. And normally, um, I wouldn't share that, and nor I would think twice about doing it. But we have to kind of, we have to use this as a learning lesson. And we have to do some things that uh, make us more human. And we have to really get back to focusing on that. And I wasn't a big proponent of that. I wasn't even conscious of it. Um, really, it was very peripheral for me. Hmm. Uh, but this pandemic has made me very strong in saying we have to be we're, we're not perfect. Uh, we have to be more human and we have to uh, be more forgiving, more forgiving, more, more forgiving as yeah. well. Uh, see, I'm not even used to saying that word. <laughs> uh, but um, so that's a great that was a great uh story for me to be able to tell, and it was great to be able to do that, and the franchisees greatly appreciated it. And then we shifted our customer service to Be Real as well, and in doing so, um, my my assistant, who's not customer service, uh, got on the phone and helped me. We were here day and night, and um, she was real with the customers and really connected and identified with them and ended up sending selling a franchise for us as oh, a result wow. of someone That's buying products. So. Um, it's about being real and authentic, and I think people know it and can feel it, um, and that means a lot these days. Yeah, and Amy, I appreciate that and your transparency. And I've been a franchise developer coach for a long time, and I, I actually, not everybody knows this about me, but I was a franchisor first. I franchised my own companies, and so I've been really? through the experience. Yeah, I franchised my first company while I was in college and grew that to about 50 locations while I was in my twenties and, and I, and I created what I call the high touch, high tech process of uh, recruiting franchise, uh, franchise owners. And then the upside down pyramid that I write about in the book is a servant leader model. And, and obviously you, uh, you embrace the same philosophy, the franchise owners come first and, and you do everything you can to take the uh, stumbling blocks out of the way and, and help them grow their businesses. And they do the same for their employees and their customers. And then you have really the key to a successful franchise business, right? And so- Rick, you're a rock star, man. <laughs> you and well, I are gonna we're be all, good We're friends. all in it together, they say, <laughs> right? Well, that's what we, we write about, thank you though. And we, we write about that in Franchise Bible and as, as really what we call the key to success in franchising is that servant leader model and and it really is it works best it really does and and uh you know there's more uh we could probably talk about that all day couldn't we but but really what i've always encouraged everybody in the franchise industry to do is be a little more transparent share more ideas and you know sometimes people are afraid well if i give away my secrets they're gonna steal my secrets and and run off with them. And in reality, and some things are, are your, your trade secrets for sure. But for the most part, our industry is reliant on all of us being successful as franchise uh, organizations and people. And if we, if we don't work together, then the, the franchise industry will suffer. And then franchise owners won't be as likely to join our, our brands. So uh, that's what, 
we can dovetail kind of right into the the reason we started the fight for your franchise challenge amy was to really get people having that conversation now that we had a little more time to uh kind of like i said pump the brakes and think about what what it takes to get through this time not only to survive but to thrive like rob said so um, the fight for your franchise challenge folks is on franchisebiblecoach.com and it's just our way to give back to the industry that we love and and we've talked about some really neat gold nuggets today and amy shared some amazing insights and transparency uh, that's been working for her brand and her franchise owners and and of course the franchise bible coach strategies that we have uh, we're sharing those uh, at no cost during this time just to help everybody get through this time so you can sign up at franchisebiblecoach.com and if you're a franchisor and you have franchisees out there uh, they can you can sign them up as well and uh, we've had brands do that where we've had their franchisees join and we can uh, get them on the email list and they receive that information as well so we're going to wrap up the show now and i'm going to send it back over to rob to thank our sponsors and then we'll tie things up here but uh thank you all for listening hey rob yeah thanks rick uh so yeah i would like to again thank seo samba today's sponsor uh again they're the makers of the franchise marketing operating system and you can learn more there at seosamba.com and also, Amy Freeman, I, I want to thank you, uh, founder and CEO of the Spice and Tea Exchange. Amy, is there a good website that folks can learn more about, your, not only your franchise, but the, 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 the products and locations and things like that? There is a great website. It's spiceandtea.com. That's an easy one. Spiceandtea.com. Come visit us. Yes. That's it. Perfect. Back to you, Perfect. Right. And we'll also put your logo on our wall of fame with a link there, folks, so that you can go to the Franchise Bible Coach and click on the link and get right to their franchise information page, too. Yes, thanks. Come visit us. And yes. Rob and Rick, I want to send you some goodies so you can try our product if you haven't already. Oh, wow. That would be fantastic. We'll we get you addicted. You can send it that. all to me, and then I'll give Rob his portion later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send them to the office. Right? That means Rick will get them up. <laughs> Yum. Well, we appreciate that. Well, thank you, Amy, and, and thank you to uh, your team and everything that you've been doing to help uh, this initiative. And we, uh, we will get through this together. And folks, as I say, keep fighting the good fight. It's all of you out there on the front lines that do the work every day that keep this industry going and keep uh, job creation going and and keep the customers coming back so keep up the good fight and uh, keep uh, spreading the word and telling your friends to join the franchise bible coach fight for your franchise challenge we also want to thank entrepreneur magazine and entrepreneur.com and uh, we noticed that uh, amy you were ranked as number 442 in the franchise 500 is that right that's right. Well, congratulations. That's an honor. And there's thousands of franchisors out there around the world. And to be ranked in the top 500 by entrepreneur is a big achievement. So congratulations on that. Thank you very much. All right, Rob. So if there isn't anything else, we'd like to uh, thank everybody for participating. And we look forward to seeing you next week. And, and folks, when it comes to marketing, uh, things are changing a little bit. And marketing in the new normal 
it's all about trust and building, uh, building that trust and making your customers feel safe and engaging with them in different ways. And I love what Amy was sharing about having online events and, and being able to do the virtual tours and things like that. So be creative and uh, stay in touch and, and go out there and, and uh, visit with your customers, engage with them. And that's kind of the marketing tip for, for this week. So I'm Rick Grossman. And on behalf of Franchise Bible Coach Radio with Rick and Rob, I'd like to thank everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Rick, Rick Grossman signing off. 